twowayradios.com, check, check. By twowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss the return of the Midland GXT2000. We'll talk about its turbulent history, why Midland decided to pull it from the market, and comment on its unexpected return. We'll also review the new Cobra CXT1035R FLT floating waterproof two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. Earlier this month, we received some surprising and welcome news. Midland Radio Corporation announced the return of the GXT2000 FRS GMRS two-way radio. Um, yeah, that was surprising and exciting news, as you said. The GXT2000 was announced a couple of years ago to much excitement because the um, you know, the GXT-1000 is, uh, was sort of a top-of-the-line unit for Midland before the 2000, and it uh, continues to be a great seller for us, one of the best-selling radios on the market. And the GXT-2000 was going to take it to the next level. It mm-hmm. adds uh, fast charging, a uh, lithium battery, kind of a slightly larger display, uh, a few uh, extra features over the GXT-1000 that we thought people would really like, lithium battery especially. But um, there were some problems with the GXT-2000 initially. First of all, it was uh, delayed. Um, how long uh, was it? About Before? about a year. It, this, this particular radio, or the, I would say the whole series, has had a rather turbulent history, I should say, from the get-go. I mean, it was initially announced, I think, back in... Uh, at CES in 2012, That's and right. and they came out with all of the other models except the 2000, the 2050. We had and heard it, it would be around in July when it right. was released, I believe. But and then it didn't show else, up until you know, the next year. Yeah, everything else came out, but then it was just kept getting pushed off month and month and month. But yeah, it was about um, July 2013. Um, I think it was actually it was more like about January 2013. I think was was when uh, uh, was when it came out. Okay, so towards it, the beginning beginning of 2013, I believe it was it was pretty much a full year, and um, you know it really did build up a lot of anticipation uh, among you know users everywhere among customers because they they were saying well when is this thing coming out and there were people pre-ordering it and you know when is it coming in so there was a lot of anticipation built up so when this radio finally got on the market we really couldn't keep them in stock because we were busy handling all the back orders exactly well it, it 
it made such sense to go from a GXT 1000 to a 2000 yeah. for a lot of people. Um, so, and we were hyping it as well when they announced the product. We did uh, articles on our website about it. Um, yeah. We were did, talking up the GXT 2000. So, um, you're yeah, we right. did a podcast we episode. Not, we did. Uh, <laughs> we, we did a video. Not, we couldn't keep them in stock once uh, they finally hit the market. Well, when they did come here, uh, it seemed initially everything was fine. We we got our demo units, and the first units that came in uh, seemed okay, and we did uh, an unboxing video on that, and it seemed fine. But uh, after a few months, we started getting reports of, of some trouble with these units. Um, yeah, there was uh, an issue with the battery, if I remember correctly. And they completely pulled them from the market. Mm-hmm. They stopped shipping the GXT 2000 for a while. There was even talk that it, it wouldn't be back, that they were going to pull it. And if, if it came back, it would be as a different model number with maybe different look, different features. Um, yeah, actually, when Midland, um, I think it, when everything came to a head, I think the radio had only been out for 10 months, and then Midland just pulled the plug on it. Uh, as a matter of fact, on October 15th, uh, of 2013 that's when they officially uh, sent us the notification that they were just going to cease production on it and um, you know it, it just kind of end end the series right there and they said at the time I remember that they said um, they were going to uh, work on a new model and to replace it with in the future but they didn't give any kind of a um, you know, launch date, no details about the new model or anything like that. It was it was all very vague. Um, and then we didn't really hear anything until uh, earlier this month. And, yeah, here it is. And, and we now have them. They're back. The, the problems are all resolved. So I'm back to being excited again. Yep. And they are they are available uh, at buy2wayradios.com. Uh, we're not going to do another review on them because we've already reviewed it in episode 52 of the two-way radio show and we did that in a direct feature for feature comparison with the gxt 1000 which uh if you haven't heard that episode it's a good one to go back and listen to um i I think we covered that one pretty thoroughly Uh, it was kind of a smackdown with the gxt 1000 so to speak right and then uh we also did a review in episode 52 of the camo version the gxt 2050 so um you know, and we have the unboxing video as well. So we have plenty of resources out there to go to, to to check it out. What do you think led to the trouble with this model? Um, you know, it's hard to say. I I thought that there might be some kind of an issue when they ran into the the launch delay. Mm-hmm. You know, I I thought that there was some trouble afoot when you know they had announced it a year earlier at CES. All of the other models in that particular line had already been out for, for, you know, four or five, six months and still no GXT 2000. And I started to think, I wonder if there's some kind of a, a problem with it. Remember the GXT 5000 was another one that was plagued with some issues. Uh, of course that was a different, a different situation. Yeah. That's actually but, a good um, radio, but they had, I believe flooding in Thailand led to a manufacturing facility issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I started to think. You know, Midland's having Midland's having some some uh, troubles here lately. I wonder, what, wonder what's going on over there. But um, when it came out, I thought, okay, 
I guess were good, but um, I wasn't really shocked that there were issues with it. Well, I'm kind of, um, I don't know, I don't have any inside information from Midland, but the one strange thing about the radio, it has a feature that not many other radios have with the battery, um, where it, it uses lithium lithium polymer, mm-hmm. which is sort of unusual in itself. Most uh, lithium radios are lithium ion chemistry. But um, the radio will also allow you to use AA batteries in addition to the lithium polymer battery. And in every other case I've seen, you can't use AA's and lithium in the same radio. So that was a rather unique radio to begin with. Yeah. And, and trying to probably trying to coordinate that. Um, it was probably a a uh, technological uh, issue, perhaps. I mean, we're, we're just speculating, huh? But uh, uh, there we go. Yeah, I can't can't really say uh, what happened there. But uh, needless to say, it is out uh, again. It's here. Uh, hopefully, it's here to stay this time. Uh, apparently, it's new and approved. <laughs> <laughs> or, or improved anyway. At least um, working now. <laughs> yeah, at least working. All the issues are solved. Well, I should say that right now we have the GXT2000 VP4. That's now available right here in our warehouse. Um, the 2050 isn't in yet, but we're expecting to receive that sometime fairly soon. Right. So. Yeah. It, it, it is available. Um, it, it, it's probably just going to be a week or two. Well, you know, really the only difference between the two is the camo. Right. So Yeah, it's the same radio. So what about the future of Midland? Uh, you know, what uh, what's going to happen with the GXT2000 from this point? Well, I, I feel like Midland is a little bit behind now. I mean, the, the GXT2000 we're talking about now is their um, new radio. It's returning. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a radio they announced two years ago, and seems like the other guys are... Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe getting a little bit ahead. Um, you know, when Midland came out with the GXT-1000, it was marketed as a waterproof radio. Mm-hmm. It was at least one of the most weatherproof radios on the market at the time. But since, you know, over the last year or two, we've got the Motorola MS-350, which is a fully waterproof radio, mm-hmm. more waterproof than the GXT-1000 or GXT-2000. We have a whole new line of Cobras that are out now, and one that we're going to review uh, in a few minutes. Yeah, this um, CXT-1035R that we just got in looks like it's it's a great radio, tons of features. Um, I feel like Midland needs to step it up a little and, and come out with something new. Yeah, well, I had a... A few comments on on that uh, that I was going to say for the review, but since you mentioned it, um, yeah, I mean the the GXT two thousand is JIS four um, weatherproof. I wouldn't want to call it waterproof. I'd say water resistant. Sure, um, I wouldn't say it's fully waterproof radio. It's definitely not waterproof compared to some of these other radios that are out. Uh, but I, I think there are a couple of other features lacking in in uh, their radios now too that that maybe they need to kind of get up to speed on. But, you know, and I'm not knocking the, the radio. I mean, the GXT2000 is still a, a, a great little radio, you know, oh, for, no doubt for what about it does. It. Um, I just think it's, it's – um, we've got Midland, who was the first company to tout their weatherproof or, as, as they claim, waterproof radio. 
Mm-hmm. And now they're clearly behind Motorola and Cobra in that world of, of waterproof products. Yeah. Well, they, they may uh, come out with something else uh, shortly. We don't know. We'll just keep watching. And and, uh, and as soon as we hear about any new developments from Midland, we'll let everybody know right here on the two-way radio show. Absolutely. I think Midland is taking a big gamble with it. Uh, you know, I think they're... I think they're confident. You know, not many people are going to take a car manufacturer. If they put something out there and it's just a bust, they're going to take it away and probably not bring it back. You know, it cost a lot of – I'm sure Midland lost a lot of money sending all these things out. Then having us and all the other dealers send them back. Right. Midland completely – covered the cost of of us returning all of those defective or when they pulled the 2000 from the market we returned every bit of our inventory exactly we they, at their expense exactly so i i think they're i don't think I, I would hope it's not a bonehead move by on their part to go okay you know i i think they probably have the issue fixed now I yeah think i don't think they would have brought it back exactly if there were any chance there were, there's an issue still but you brought up a really good point, Anthony, that when this occurred, they could have just stuck their head in the sand or, or you know, did a duck and cover, you know, on, on this sort of thing. But they didn't do that. They stepped right up to the plate, and they did the right thing. Exactly. Right. You're right, Rick. A lot uh, needs to be said uh, about that. Not only did we take care of our customers, Midland backed us up in yeah. taking care of those customers. And they're still offering the three-year warranty on this. Which means that uh, they're pretty confident that this is uh, uh, a a fix. Uh, so if they're confident about it, I am too. So am I. Any other comments on the uh, the GXT two thousand return? No. Okay. Well, coming up, we'll review the Cobra CXT ten thirty five R FLT floating waterproof two way radio. Does it sink or swim for us? We'll find out next on the two-way radio show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buy2wayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a new floating waterproof FRS GMRS two-way radio from Cobra. The CXT-1035R. We received this radio a couple weeks ago. um, New from Cobra. CXT-1035R. Floating radio. Seems like the path to follow now is floating radios with everybody. But this is uh, 
this is a cool little radio. Um, great feel to it. I was just saying how it feels uh, size-wise, almost like a smaller ICOM business-grade radio. Not heavy or bulky by any means. Um, it's got a good safety orange color to it with some black inlays. Um, screen's a little small for my liking, but they when the radio's on, you can you can make out everything that's on there. Um, and they pack quite a bit into that little screen. A few buttons on the front. Try watch, scan, your normal volume, channel knobs or uh, buttons. Uh, mode buttons, weather buttons, uh, call, lock. Looks like they're also following suit of uh, Midland with their uh, 2,662 channel combinations. <laughs> Midland was one of the first to do that. And uh, we get a lot of questions about that going, well, it's only a 22-channel radio, but that's with the different uh, CTCSS and DCS uh, code combinations on each of those 22 channels. Um floating radio it it, you know it'll float and if you drop it in the water it's going to float um it is rated ipx7 uh submersible for 30 minutes in one meter of deep water the rewind say again feature neat little feature that cobra introduced a few years back especially on their marine radios and some of their consumer grade as well but that's uh Basically, what that does is it records the last 20 seconds of any incoming audio. So you can go back and you can play it again. Um, Nice little feature, especially if you're in a loud environment and you don't want to have to ask the person you're talking to to repeat themselves. It's right there on your radio. Um, It does still have your, uh, it's got your NOAA weather channels and weather alerts. Rubberized grips on it. it. gives it a good feel you know it keeps uh, a few of the other manufacturers doing these rubberized grips on them as well it's, it when it sits in your hand it's it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere um which you know that'll help uh, eliminate any unnecessary drops uh, on the concrete or in the water although you are protected if it is dropped in the water now I have a question, All right. and this has been bothering me ever since this radio came in. By the way, I really like this radio. I think this is—I I agree with you. I think this really is a cool radio. Um, but I have one thing that really bothers me. This is a submersible radio. It also floats. If it floats, when does it get to be submersible? <laughs> well, it's going to go down in the. It's going to, with the batteries in, if you drop it off of a boat, it's not going to just sit on top of the, it's not going to fall and hit the water and just stay. Bounce, bounce down and bounce It's going to go down like anything else, and, and it's, but it's going to come back, back yeah, up. Maybe some okay. waves will splash over it or something, but I think you might be right. When would this ever be a meter under the water? For 30 minutes. Maybe if you clip it onto your belt and go swimming? Because that's what it's rated. I, you know, you got it on your belt, and little little Jimmy falls in the lake, and you need to jump in after him, and you don't have time to strip the radio off your belt. Yeah, you there dive you in. There's your submersible. The there think, you go. I think you're right. I think that's that's been bugging me. I don't know why, but uh, well, maybe now you'll be able to sleep answer. at night. Uh, I'll. Now I've I'll got another question. Can can it be used as a life vest if you've got a floating radio clipped to your belt? 
If you have, um, Will that save you from drowning. We should do a test. I think if you probably had uh, at least fifteen of these strapped to you, maybe. Throw Rick in a pool. <laughs> Throw me in a find pool. out how many radios. <laughs> the how many radios does it take <laughs> to float a? Uh, Average man. There you go. <laughs> you see me lately. I, I I think you'll probably have to strap a few a uh, uh, few layers of them around me. <laughs> but uh, just wondering. <laughs> Good question, Rick. That answers that. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of this radio too. I mean, Cobra has always been kind of third place for me. Yeah, you know, Motorola and Midland always one and two there's always one reason to go with motorola or midland and you know depending on what you're looking for cobra has always if you're looking for a very light radio with a lithium battery go with the cobra Mm -hmm. but there's been some reasons not to go with cobra or um you know like the accessory selection is a big one Mm -hmm. well this radio is a very good radio i think this may be one of the best maybe the best gmrs bubble two-pack radio that we have now look at the features i mean what yeah. what do you compare this to an ms350 a gxt2000 they're not too many to compare them to that's that's the no, no, point. No, they're not this is the top of the line radio from cobra and it's going to compete with the top of the line from midland and motorola and it's got the rewind say again feature it's got uh usb charging which uh midland doesn't have but motorola has um, well, we were just talking about the Midland uh, a waterproof rating. You know, they're just JIS-4, which means that you can splash some water on them and they'll be okay. This thing, um, IPX-7, uh, JIS-7, uh, you know, it's submersible up to a meter of water for up to 30 minutes. Uh, it, it, it can take um some uh, some water and not just splashing but it's it, it can take some serious dunking that's something that the GXT 2000 uh and really none of the midland radios can do right as as far as comparing to midland this radio i would say this is a fully waterproof radio i mean this mm-hmm. radio can go underwater midland doesn't have anything that you can really say that about this this is a very very good radio i think the accessory selection it's really the only thing holding it back. And maybe the screen. You made a really good point, Anthony. The, the screen on the Cobra radios in general is probably a little small, a little crowded. But When you can compare it to the other Cobra models that are out there, the uh, CXR 925s, they had a little bit bigger of a screen. It was not, uh, wasn't huge, but it was definitely bigger, I think, than what this has. But... Um, I'd like to see them take the screens they're using on their marine radios yes. and move them into this radio. That The marine radios have a considerably larger screen. I would say probably three times the screen area. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to see that screen on this radio. But, uh, goodness, I still think I'd, I'd, I, I would probably buy this radio if I were looking for a top-of-the-line radio mm-hmm. and comparing everything that we have out there. I would I would get this set of radios, no doubt. Now, uh, one thing that Midland does have on this one is that their GXT line of radios, the one thousands, the two thousands, those are pretty much five watt radios, right? Yeah, the, the according to the FCC grant, the Midland GXT one thousand is a five watt radio. I don't believe the two thousand 
Okay. Um, yeah, there, there might be a little bit less. But this um, is a two-watt radio yeah. from Cobra. So that's the one thing. So range-wise, I mean, they're claiming up to 37-mile range, maybe over open water if you're standing on top of a yacht somewhere. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I wouldn't go with with any of the range claims, and, any, and we've talked about that no, many really, times. No, really, we, we need to get out and test it and compare it to a GXT-1000 yeah. or a GXT-2000 and, and see where we end up. And that's probably a... a article for our website well, in the making right there that's i think that's a good idea i think we should uh, just go ahead and take those out and and uh, put them up against the uh, 2000 see what happens but overall um uh, you like this radio anthony uh let's see what's uh, did we say what it cost um it's got a uh retail price of 99.99 with the free shipping um mm-hmm. on there and each package you're going to get two two radios of course um the two belt clips the six nickel metal batteries, three per radio. Um, another thing I liked about this is it comes with the dual desktop charger. You can, you can charge one or two radios at a time. Um, but the AC adapter that plugs into the charging cradle has a mini USB on it, which enables you to charge the radio through the radio itself mm-hmm. with the AC adapter. Just plug that uh, mini USB into the top of the radio, and it'll charge that one on the go. Um, oh, and it'll also take regular AA alkalines as yes, well. Yes. Um, of course, they're not included, but you do get, like I said, you do get your your um, nickel metals, and they're pre-charged according to the box. So that's uh, um, that's the first time I've ever seen that on a yeah, on a retail <laughs> packaging that they're pre-charged. I mean, it's kind of given, but... Um, they are pre-charged, so when you get them, start using them. Well, a lot of products you see the manual say charge for you know twenty-four hours before you use yeah. use it. So it's probably good that they point out. I'd like to see more that, um, manufacturers mention that at least in the manual if you don't need to to charge it for a long period of time before you use it. That's right. I think that can be a deal maker sometimes. Now, one other thing is we had knocked Cobra in uh, another podcast episode that we did. Um, some of their radios that they've moved to USB do not include a wall plug. Mm-hmm. You have to plug them into a computer or into a like a adapter that would come with your iPhone or something to plug them into the wall. This radio does include the wall adapter with the micro USB connector. Maybe they listened. Maybe they did. Cobra listens to the two-way radio show. Of course I they like do. That. Why wouldn't they? That's right. Everybody does. That's right. And if you don't, you should. (laughs) Oh, also, if you enter the promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% off these radios. That's right. So that can save you even more. That's true. So if you're listening, if you're really listening to the the two-way radio show, you'll use that promo code. That's exactly right. (laughs) But we've got them in stock. Um, Done pretty well with them so far with the uh, um, introducing them to the website. So... Um, be interested to see how they, um, how they, uh, how they do. Um, you know, still, still fresh, still new. You know, I may jump up to a set of these. Uh, you've been a Midland user for years, and I like the way this this radio uh, feels, and you know, all the the extra features that are in it as well. All right. Uh, any other comments on the, uh, the Cobra CXT 1035R? No, I think they covered it. All right. 
Well, we have some comments and uh, questions from our blog and forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our first one is a comment, comes from Larry, and uh, he's commenting on uh, episode 19 of the two-way radio show, Cruising with Radios. That's, uh, that's an older episode, but people still listen to these. They'll go back in the archive and listen to them. Um, and that's when we were talking about taking radios with you on a cruise, on a cruise ship. And uh, he Cleverly said, titled. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, very helpful, addresses most of the questions I've been posing on the Internet. And that's uh, from Larry. Apparently he had some questions about it, and we answered them all for him in that episode. Thanks for listening, Larry. Um, we have some comments also about the GXT2000. Sundance Kid wants to know, are these repeater capable? And between this one and the MS350, which would you have? Is it as waterproof? That's from uh, Sundance Kid. If uh, waterproof is a big concern, go with the MS350. Mm-hmm. If and water, repeater capable. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah, yeah. the two thousands are not repeater capable. That's true. The two thousands are definitely not repeater capable. So, if that uh, is is a, a huge factor, um, yeah, definitely go with the uh, the MS three hundred and fifty. Oh, and um, here's uh, a comment from uh, anonymous. Didn't didn't leave his name, but uh, he left a comment. He said, uh, when searching the FCC OET equipment authorization search app, it seems that many of the business class radios you sell are Part 95A certified. The system shows the grants given to a specific piece of equipment. Many of the radios I looked up show Part 95 listed in the granted authorizations. Uh, If people wanted to be sure their choice of radio was certified for their intended use, this search is a good way to find the specific grants given by the FCC. And uh, it gives the FCC website. Uh, and that would be uh, the FCC OET, you know, search. Right. I, I use that all the time. The, the only drawback is you have to know the FCC ID of the product that you're mm-hmm. looking up. Um, now, I do kind of disagree. I, um, on his point, I actually don't see a lot of business radios that are actually Part 95 type accepted. There are a few, but uh, I wish more would be dual certified for, for yeah. Part 90 and Part 95. Uh, but, I do too. Um, definitely, that that search is very useful. All right. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it to your vehicle or smartphone on Stitcher. All right, before we go, uh, any other final comments on uh, today's topic? I think we covered it. I think we did, too. Kudos to Midland. I'm glad to see the GXT2000 back back in action. All right, well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.